everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Boring Startup Podcast. My name is Kevin, and on today's episode, I talk a bunch about uh, my thoughts and impressions about messaging around the smart puck and stat feeder technology, and a little bit of the difference I'm feeling between perhaps a B2B versus B2C messaging. So I hope you enjoy it. So something I've been thinking a lot about the last couple of days as I've been running all of these ads across different platforms is the nuances of messaging, marketing, sales, whatever you want to call it. Really, it's messaging that uh, I'm thinking about and how to target your audience. So creative is a huge variable when you are running ads across these different social media platforms. The the targeting abilities are incredible, but those by themselves don't just give you sales. I am definitely an example of that. Otherwise, I'd be having lots more backers on the Kickstarter project, whereas I, I don't. You know, they're trickling in one a day, even though I'm getting a lot of link clicks, uh, even a lot of likes on the posts that uh, are being promoted. But... There's a couple of comments that are bubbling up. And now all of this, I'm going to preface this with, again, I still am trying to figure this out and navigate it as I go. But um, I I want to share as raw thoughts as I can with you to see the thought process that I'm that I'm going through. So I'm I don't want this to come off as I I know exactly what I'm doing and things I'm changing. This is just raw thought process of what's going on inside my head as I'm trying to navigate all of this. And so um, something that has come up with uh, several of the ads that I've been running is that people are, um, the, a common theme in comments is happening. Not a lot, but but enough that it's not just one. And that's this idea of somebody sees the video or sees a picture of the smart puck and says something to the effect of, in fact, you know what? Let me, let me bring up, I'll just read one here. Uh, Jason on Facebook says, or I could open my NHL app and check more stats and scores than this waste of money could provide. This thing takes five minutes to program the NHL app 30 seconds. Oh, and it was free. LMFAO. Uh, and then, uh, Dennis, a friend or not of Jason, I don't know, responds, exactly. They're totally sticking it to me. Um, But as I read that, the thought, and and I don't respond to these with the uh, off the top of my head thought, which when I read this was, dude, this is not a replacement for the NHL app, like, at all. Uh, And I just respond with, uh, appreciate the feedback, hope you guys have a great weekend. And then think about it, you know, is, and this is another part of this whole process is deciding haters are going to hate, right? Haters are going to hate, but not being so delusional that uh, there's a fine line, right? Like you could say haters going to hate about anything. Like the, the people that go on to the voice or American Idol or all these other, you know, talent shows and are just terrible at the thing. And the judges tell them they're terrible. And then they come off backstage and it's just like, I know I can sing. I know it. Uh, you know, that's delusion. 
And they can come off stage and say, haters going to hate. But it's like, no, you just, they're not haters. You just really can't sing. And so as I'm trying to digest all of these comments and things that I'm getting, you know, I, I'm trying to be very thoughtful about, is this somebody that just is hating to hate? Or do they have a valid point? Or are they not the target audience? Because that's something else that I believe in. You know, not not everybody is a sale. Not every this isn't for everybody. Somebody will hold it and say, "I don't like it. This is dumb." And I don't. I'm not going to waste any time being like, "Oh no, no, you just don't understand." It's it's cool because of this. Don't try and sell the unsellable. However, if you have a messaging problem, you should try to address that. And that's where I'm trying to filter these things. Of do I have a messaging problem or do I just have haters? And uh, it's hard, I, and I don't, I don't know if I'm correctly gauging the situation or not. But I, I, I've gotten several people commenting about, uh, similar to Jason here on Facebook, about using their phone. Um, I've gotten, you mean what I could use my phone for, or isn't this why they made phones? And you know, which the answer is no, they didn't make phones for you to get NHL stats on. But it is a great way to get NHL stats, and so it, it had me thinking about. Um, a messaging difference between B2B and B2C. And uh, for those that, that don't know the term B2B, meaning business to business uh, marketing and sales, and B2C is business to customer. And it, it occurred to me, and I'm still formulating this in my mind, like I said, I'm not settled on this yet, but, it, but it's occurred to me that I've gotten just enough of these comments to make me think, if, I, if I'm over-messaging the stat feeder technology, uh, which at this point, I, I think I, I feel like I am, but if I'm over messaging the stat side of this, then people are going to naturally compare it to other sources of stat information that are way better. I mean, I, I'm not, I would never make an argument that between the NHL app and a smart puck, you should definitely use the smart puck if you're looking for stats of course that's not true it, it has a very small subset of stats and if you're really into those kind of numbers and and uh you know a, a data person this isn't the best solution for that it doesn't solve that problem and so but when you when i talk so much about oh here check out the stats and the stat feeder technology and all this and then people are like if i want stats i get them from my phone and they'd be perfectly right the reason that you would have a smart puck, I've decided, and this is another part about this, is it helps me really focus the messaging and, and marketing as I, as I hear these things. And so, you know, it's a, it's a fluid process and ever-changing. But, you know, you don't have a, you don't buy a smart puck to show your neighbor your team's stats, right? Like that's not the reason that you would buy one. You buy it because your neighbor has a boring puck that doesn't have a display in it and doesn't tell him anything and yours is cooler. Because when you think about sport merchandise and, that, and that's the business this is in, nothing is necessary. You know, you could make the same argument. Why would you, you know, why buy a smart puck when you have your phone? Why buy anything team branded? Why buy a jersey? It doesn't help your team win games. Why buy a hockey puck to put on your desk? That doesn't do anything either. It's literally just a show of your fandom and love of your team. And, and I think it also helps fans feel connected to their team. And, that, and that's what's helped, you know, me sort of formulate this thought of having the puck on my desk. Like it's I can get the stats just like everybody else from other places. 
but having it always there and showing me stats and how they're doing, it helps me feel like I'm I'm always in tune with the team. And it, it's hard to explain if you're not a sports fan. It's it's hard to explain. Um, but I, I need to be better at explaining it and helping people see it. And I, and I had an experience with, with one of those on Instagram, actually, where um, I used the term diehard fan in the, in the promotional video. And the person was like, but if you're a diehard fan, don't you already know how they're doing? Like what place they're in and what their stats are? And the answer is yes. But I, I responded, well... Yes, but in addition to showing you the stats, it's really cool sitting on your desk and showing off to other people to show how much you support and love your team. And then he came back and was like, yeah, that's a good point. Like he hadn't thought of it that way. And I think, again, going back to the whole theme of the episode here is that I over message the stats in the promotional video and on the Kickstarter. And so people are starting to naturally draw comparisons to other things and then it turns them off to the product where if I had just shamelessly and this is where being a tech person I I don't have this naturally shamelessly just you know monster truck promoting it of like you want this just because it's cool and nobody else has it and now you can say that that's probably a better raw approach but I'm not that person right like personally I'm not like that I don't buy stuff to peacock to other people but when it comes right down to it, that's what most sports memorabilia is, right? Like, oh, you've got the non-official jersey? Like, they both are have are the same color and have the team name and maybe a number and name on the back. One of them costs $70. One of them costs $370. And when you're both in the same room, the guy wearing the $370 authentic version of the jersey is definitely like, yeah, look at this guy over here. He's totally wearing, like, the the Reebok cheap version, like, yeah. Okay. Not a true fan there. And so that's what all this is, right? Nobody, nobody buys the $50 USB branded uh, charger for their team versus the $7 Walmart one because it charges better. Like nobody does that. They do that because it's like, yeah, check it out. I team fan more than you are sucker. And so anyway, Thinking more about that and breaking it down, I feel like where I'm at now is is messaging is an issue. I'm, I'm focusing too much on the stats, on the puck side of things, so that people are drawing that connection to other things and then thinking, this is dumb, I don't want it. When I think a lot of those people are the same diehard fans that try to own every single thing that's branded by the team to show that they're a bigger fan than you. And if I just message it that way the puck would fall into that area for them. So now the other side of that is the stat feeder technology is what the business is built on. Um, and I talked about this in a previous episode where, you know, we, I can't make uh, pieces of merchandise for every single sport in existence, which I truly believe the technology could be applied to this idea of creating merchandise and memorabilia that helps fans feel more connected to their team and to show off their fandom again to to show that to other people um i can't make that for every sport i mean that that would be a massive undertaking but what uh i can do is you know license or partner with other companies to use the technology again seamless to the end user nobody needs to know that it's called stat feeder that owns a puck right nobody's going to be showing it to their neighbor 
Bill and Julie and being like, hey, uh, by the way, it, it has stat feeder technology. He just wants to show, like, their puck doesn't have a screen, but his does, and that's why it's cooler. And so, uh, but I still think, again, going back to the difference between B2B and B2C, B2C, no mention of stat feeder, lighter on the stat focus, but B2B, hey, here's the potential of this for what you sell in your market. Oh, you, you're you into basketball and baseball? Like, stat feeder can go into any of those pieces of merchandise and create this same experience for your fans. Um, that would be the business conversation, not the end consumer conversation. And so that's that's what I've been thinking about a lot the last few days. And, and again, sorry if that was a jumble of thoughts. This is really just kind of hot off of brain to mouth of what I'm thinking about and, and sort of tweaking a little bit the messaging. I don't know what that's going to mean for the Kickstarter because I really feel like that's... I feel like that's true. Like, and now I just, I I need to decide what steps I want to take to prove that whether I come up with a different ad that, that takes the stat mentions out and just hammers the, you're not a true fan. If you don't have one of these kind of message or, or or what I need to think about that a little bit more. But, um, what I don't want to do is sit around and, and just wait too long and just keep trying to push it the same way. If I feel like some themes are emerging, which I do. So, that is is where we're at. That's my my rant on messaging for the day. Um, I appreciate everybody listening. That's going to do it for today's episode. Uh, I hope you will continue to join along in the journey as I uh, try to figure out how to take this uh, boring startup to the next level. <laughs>